Hello, everyone, and welcome to Tell Me What You Really Think. Hi, Tommy. Hi, Lise. So, going to talk about something that's been talked to death, and people are probably so sick of hearing about it. So, I'm going to bring it up. <laughs> and what would that be? Uh, Harry, Meghan, and the whole royal family deal. Huh. Almost like a perfect setup for the National Enquirer. It... <laughs> I used to love the National Choir. When I was a kid, I used to actually believe that it was real news. And I would read it and I would run and tell my parents, oh, my gosh, they found a three-headed person. And yeah, they're just happy I was reading. <laughs> but why? Why is America so interested in this story? Because they want to live the fairy tale idea? No, I feel like it's like, a soap opera that unfolds every day in real life and people oh, it just is definitely love a soap drama. Opera. It is definitely a soap opera. Yeah, people just love drama, I think. But, you know, it's so funny because we fought to get away from royals and that <laughs> whole deal. And now we're like, yeah, give us more, give us more. I want to hear come more on, about come it. Come on in our country. We'd love to have you here. Yeah, speaking of that, come on over to our country so that's kind of a spit in the face of all the immigrants who have to wait in line and come over legally. It's like even if you marry somebody who is a foreigner and then you come back to the country, there's a waiting period and there is like this huge process they have to go through. How come Harry didn't have to do any of that? Because he's Harry. Yeah. The he's spare. The spare. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. I feel bad for him. I, you know, everybody feels differently about things and everybody gets on Megan and, you know, they come up with so many different names for her, like me gain and everything else. And I, I've heard like, that one. Right. But I, I don't know, you know, to me, when you're a kid, yeah, you kind of get influenced by peer pressure. But last I checked, they're adults. Like, Harry, stand up for yourself. You know, don't let people go ahead and say it's Megan. Uh, be a man is my thought. You know, I just, I don't feel like she should be taking all the brunt for this. Uh, especially since Harry was born into the royal family. He knew what everything was about. Uh, Megan, I think, thought that things were going to be a little different than they were. And just my point of view, I think that she wanted to be the star or have a lot more visibility than she did. But again, it's like, I don't like that she's the one who's being taking the rap for everything. You think it's just because he's fearful that his image will get even worse? No, I don't think he's fearful of that. I think, I just think that if the roles were reversed and you know, Megan was in the royal family and Harry was Megan. Do you think that Harry would be getting just as bad of a rap that Megan's getting? It's hard to tell. I don't know. I don't know if he would know. not. I don't know either. I kind of feel like in a way, is she getting a little bit of a rap because she's a woman? Like, and I don't mean to use gender as a reason for anything. 
But I just keep wondering about that because I just, I just feel like, you know, she came into the game late. He was born into it. Uh, he's one who married her. If he was going to marry her, he should have really explained things so she got it. If he really had all of these problems where he felt like he was the spare, you know, then he should have done something about it before it extended over to his wife. And then, you know, the whole world got to see this and join in on the drama. And he had to have known that it was going to come with some price. She's American. Yeah. So I just feel like his wife is getting blame where she doesn't deserve all the blame. In my opinion, I feel like everybody plays a role in a conflict. It's not just one person. So I don't care if the royal family is being quiet on issues. I don't care if, you know, everybody's saying it's all Megan or it's all Harry. It's, it's everybody. You can't have a conflict unless there's more than one interdependent party that's trying to relate something in communication. Yeah, I'll agree with that. There's always two sides to everything. Yeah, and the, but the part that kills me is I can't understand for the life of me why they made this family drama public. Like, could you imagine going public about your family? No, <laughs> no, no, no. Right? It's yeah. like, because your family is a reflection of you. And regardless of how you feel about your family, there's supposed to be that bond that you just don't break. You know, it's, it's kind of like how a husband and wife are. It always was that a wife couldn't turn state evidence on her husband. You know, that if they had some information on a husband, they didn't go ahead and press the wife for it because they figured that there's this, this bond there that they just didn't yes. want to interfere with. So, you know, why you would do that to your family? And especially, what's that? And on purpose. Yeah, and on purpose. And, you know, it comes out, make you look like you're compromised, like you're a victim. And, you know, people... They only like victims for so long yes. and you can't be a victim your entire life, you know, and he basically starts off with, oh yeah, even the food when I was young, you know, they wanted to make sure he ate because he was going to be the future king and all this other stuff. And I'm like, oh my goodness, you know, like any one of us could mention stories from when we were kids with our brothers or our sisters. Yes, yes, we could. And they would be oh. looking in a different light for sure. Yeah. Like. You wrote a book and you wrote it and said, I remember when my brother wanted my plate of food and I said no. So he licked it. Can you imagine that? You know, and it's like everybody's got stories like that. Oh, my brother pushed me down once. Yeah, I've seen nothing but wrestling amongst brothers and stuff, you know, all in yes. good heart. But it's, you know, to write a book about it, to go on to shows about it, to basically mock your heritage. I'm like, and then want to make sure that you keep your royal titles. I'm like, what's the point in all this? Yeah, and to tour the country that you are that you're trying to move into to show it all off, that that looks very bad on on everybody. Yeah, and you know it's it's so funny because back when they were still in England, they were constantly coming over here, and he was trying to get deals with Disney and everything else for him and his wife, and they were setting everything up while they were still royals over in England, which. I imagine couldn't have sat well with the people over there because one that's against protocol. You're not supposed to do that. And two, they, you know, they basically paid for the royalty 
And I don't know if he's figured this out or not, but you know, a lot of people are like, oh yeah, the royalty has no, no position in the world and all this other stuff, but their goodwill. And also they bring in so much tourism dollars. If the Royal family were to cease to happen, England's going to suffer tremendously when it comes to tourism money. And, and to think that, you know, they backed him the whole way to do anything he wanted and then just to air the dirty laundry like he's doing, it doesn't look good on him at all. No, not at all. And, you know, I hate the fact that we, the only way we know about any of this is by the media. So who knows, you know, what they really get. And then, of course, you know, his book and then his Netflix show and his Oprah interview. But, uh, you know, it's like they become basically laughing stocks in a lot of ways because people are just tired of it. South Park has made fun of it. Different comedians have made fun of it in their stand-up routines. And I think people are just sick of it. He's going to, what he'll end up doing is he'll end up making such a mockery of who he is that I don't think he's going to have a good life at all. Yeah, and I worry about him with that. And I think his family is correct when they say that they worry about him because I do think losing a parent at such a young age has got to be so dramatic and tragic and stays with you all of your life and will influence all your decisions going forward. And who knows what Megan's own life was like. You know, we only hear about it through the media. Yes. But it's something that, you know, you discuss with family, you try to get better, you know, with the family. And yeah, of course, there's some things that you want to talk about because everybody has to talk about things to get it off their shoulders. But we don't need to hear about his private parts and, you know, about when he gave up his virginity and with who and all that. It's like, there's no point in any of, any of that in the book, you know, and there definitely wasn't any point about him talking about his military career because the way he talked about it, he's now put England and a lot of people's lives at risk. And, um, I just feel like that I wish that the media would stop covering any of this drama and all of this drama. I wish that they went back to so we didn't know anything. And that way it would just force them to have to deal with it themselves, you know, and, which is the way, what's that? And, and deal with it in private, not public. Yeah, which is the way that it should be. I'm just, you know, I am shocked that somebody was brought up with, the type of discipline that he was and knowing how to act in front of statesmen and different leaders in different countries mm -hmm. would go ahead and go to that level. I actually felt really bad for him when I saw him on the Stephen uh, Colbert, Colbert, is that how you pronounce his name? Colbert. On his yeah. show. Yeah. <laughs> Sorry. Just didn't know. Um, and he goes ahead and he makes fun of his position in the Royal family. And I'm thinking, don't do that. Like, I don't think he realizes yeah, he may not have been the one that's going to be king because of his age, but he has played such a vital role in shaping the royal family and how they're viewed in England. I think before all of this drama, people loved him. I think that they loved him more than they loved William, more than they loved his dad. Um, I think they loved him only second to his grandmother. And I think that his presence really made a difference. He used to talk an awful lot about you know, climate change and how he's going to, you know, make a difference with that. And people really paid attention to that. Now it seems like all you hear about is him flying from place to place with his private jet, which goes all against climate change, you know, and trying mm -hmm. to help out the climate. And I'm just like, 
I just feel like he didn't ever embrace the fact that even though he's not going to be king, he basically has been loved by the country more than any king ever would be. And he's tarnished his, not only his family name, but his reputation as everything that he was, you know, proud of to stand for. Yeah, absolutely. And, you know, when he talks about, oh, yeah, my dad didn't hug me and stuff, I don't think his dad was raised to know to hug him. And to be, you know, fair, it's like we're in our 60s. And, you know, we look at our parents and I don't think that was a hugging, kissing type of age. We no. became more of that and our kids became more of that. I think, you know, every generation gets a little bit more comfortable with expressing their emotions to other people, which I think is healthy. But I don't think, you know, that his dad did anything to really try to hurt him. I think the fact that he mentions in his book about how he's gotten help with therapists and none of us knew about that. I never knew about that until he mentioned it. But that showed that his family was concerned about wanting him to feel better and to, you know, have a productive life and stuff. So I'm just like, why why bring it in into the forward so that way all people think about when they see you is your book or the Oprah or whatever, instead of seeing, you know, what everybody saw along in him, which I think has been lost for the present. But I think it's not too late if you know, they stop with all of this. I'm a victim. Let me continue on with this. And they just act like royals in America, <laughs> whatever that means. You know, I think there could be a difference. I know Megan has been contacting a lot of huge political donors because she's thinking about running for president one day. And uh, oh, you didn't hear that? Yeah. No. She was thinking about uh, until South Park. Now they're not sure how that's going to play out. They're hoping that all that dies down. But yeah, she has been looking for support because she's been thinking about running for president. And, uh, you know, definitely it's not going to happen this time around, but I guess she's looking for the next time around after that about running. Wow. No, I hadn't heard anything about that. I don't know what experience you'd even have to even think about doing that. Well, and that's the problem too, because you know, we don't have a lot of experience and qualifications that you need that really matter for the job. We may have age and citizenship, but we don't have a lot of other things. And that kind of makes me wonder, because if she does run for president, what does she do with her title? Because you can't be with a royal title and be president. You, I would think she'd have to drop the royal title. I would think so. If you're gonna you know, and then, and then her kids have got royal titles. Her husband's got a royal title. It just kind of seems like we're kind of stepping back in time. Yeah, yes, yes, it kind of is. That you're putting someone of royal, wow, in, in that position. So if you had to give a message to Harry and Meghan and the royal family, what would it be? Keep your private life private. Or they call it and private. Give, and give back to the qualities that your mother always had and instilled in you that you know are still in there. Yeah, absolutely. Absolutely. Because, you know, she did do an interview once and uh, to talk about things, but it wasn't like, you know, a constant, I'm the victim. She went in and she shook hands with people who were AIDS victims long before anybody knew how it was really transferred. And she took on some of the hardest goodwill missions to let the people know that she was strong and she was there for them. And that's what the people need. They don't need a victim. They need somebody who's going to be their champion, somebody who's one of them, who, whether they're 
here in America or in England, somebody who still shares some type of commonality with them. And, and to show that they're deeply and truly concerned for the benefit of everyone, not just for themselves. Yeah, that's what I think so too. Anyway, I'm going to let you go. I'll talk to you later. We'll see you later, Lise.